Hi, Sinner. Thank you to Amelia from Arizona and Vicky from Addington, London. You guys are the freaking best. Your reviews and ratings made our week. And we just wanted to say thank you. That helps us so much. We cannot wait for you guys to listen to more about us. And thank you for the little messages on Instagram. You guys know that we're always trying to be very interactive and talk to all of you as much as we can. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And you little sinner listening to this right now, if you want to help us too, to grow the podcast and, you know, be like vegan, whatever. The way you can do that is rating our podcast five stars. If you're listening or watching us on the YouTube channel, definitely subscribe, like the videos, no one, like all the videos and comment. We really appreciate that. That helps us so much. So really, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Remember to follow us in all social medias everywhere. We are as at come with us, but everywhere you can find us like that. You can always leave us comments, follow us. If you want to DM us, we're always there. Why not? We love you. Hello and welcome to Come With Us, a podcast to meet all your fantasy needs. I'm Susie Nunez. And I'm Rache Kelly, and we're here to dive into the tempting world of books, seductive romance, and a sprinkle of spice. Uh, actually, today, I'm actually like matching Otten's type of You know what you're giving? You're giving Poison, uh, what's her name? Poison, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to episode number seven of Come With Us, your new favorite podcast. I'm Susie Nunez, Lucian's lover. And today, because of my hair and like my eyes and the outfit and everything, I'm giving Otten Court. And I'm not going to lie to you, I'm leaving for it. I love it. <laughs> and I'm Rache Kelly, so, so sleep deprived, but so well read, you would have no idea. We hope so, because the episode <laughs> today is so, so good. Yeah. So, Rache, what is your palate cleanser? I mean, uh, like, is the oh, last palate cleanser you read? I just finished Neon Gods by oh, uh, Katie oh, Roberts. Katie Roberts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was such an amazing, like, fluffer book. Oh, fluffer means something different, but... Fluffer? <laughs> Buffer book. <laughs> Um, it was, it was great because it was, uh, I don't know. It was just like a lighter read. It kind of reminded me of the depth of ice planet barbarians, but make it Greek gods and goddesses. I really think that you would like it. No, I think that came with my Amazon prime, right? I told you. Yeah. We, yeah, we both got it on prime day, but I had it on my TBR since like the beginning of the year. So Mm -hmm. I promise I'll get to you. I promise. Yeah, seriously. Like, okay, do you remember when we were talking about in Acomath, we were talking about how you wished that Reese was kinkier than he was? And like, yeah. he was, like how it was, he was kind of like hinting that he was going to be a bit of a daddy dom in the in scene. And then he just ended up being pretty vanilla. Um, This, is, this yeah. book, this book is, what if Reese was a kinky bitch? What if in the court of nightmares, when they went with Feyre in the black dress, mm. what if he actually did finger her in front of everybody? He does that in that book, like this guy. Ooh. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. I promise I'll yeah. start. 
I'm gonna start soon. What's your name? Crescent City today, probably. So you're gonna. I promise. I promise. You. I have you in my heart. <laughs> you are the just second. You one. Si just giving you side eye the whole time. Your whole TBR is just like really. There is a guy on TikTok that does that. He basically becomes his books, and he's like, you know that book that you've never read, and it's just there collecting mm -hmm. dust and whatever. And he's like, yeah, and he makes like. <laughs> He makes um, recreations of like what the books feels and stuff. It's so good. I recommend. He's hilarious. Okay. For me, of course, you guys know my buffers, my palate cleansers, forever. I smell the barbarians. I love it. I actually posted. I haven't read anything from Ruby Dixon. Like three weeks, I think. I miss her so much. <laughs> I miss my babies, my blue babies so much. But whatever. It's okay. I've been reading other things too. Definitely I smell the barbarians. And my last one. That I thought it was gonna be a buffer because I thought I could like put it down and when I finish and not read the other ones, and I couldn't because it's so good. It's the <laughs> Salacious Players Club. If you remember mm -hmm. from episode three, Tierney's uh she advises to read those, she recommend those, and oh my god, guys, oh sinners. Oh my god, you you guys I'm choking because yeah, it's so good, it's so good, like. I, I, yesterday, I finished book three, Give Me More, is a polyamorous relationship, kind of like oh. a white shoe situation. Oh. But you guys, I'm sweating, and it's not because it's hot, it's the book is hot. It's so good, I recommend. Yeah. Once you put one down, you want to read the other ones ASAP. Uh. So I don't know if I could say it's a palate cleanser, but oh my God, they were so good. They were a really nice rest to everything that I'm reading, uh, Fourth Wayne and everything that is war and all of that was really yeah. good. Just a lot of smut, a lot of sex, a lot of kinky things. It's a kinky series. So mm. even I am learning new things. So I recommend, I really do. Ooh, yeah. nice. That reminds me, I saw this video, I think it was on TikTok, where somebody was like, uh, a lot of people ask what the difference is between poly, like a poly relationship and a white choose relationship trope and she goes think about it this way a poly a polyamorous relationship is a christmas party and everybody is there and mingling with each other in these different things why choose is like a birthday party where one person is the center of attention i never thought about it that way right? i don't want a poly relationship i want a why choose life you just want to be the center of attention Okay, I'm okay. right now. I might cry right now. <laughs> you had to talk. Uh, just kidding. I know I told you that I was Polly a few weeks ago, but I'm I changed like, my no, mind. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> I need to revise everything in my life right now. I'm not gonna do it now because we're here. But oh my god. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, Rache, if your life was a book, what would your week be titled? This uh, chapter week. I lost myself right there, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Um, to, this week was actually a pretty rough week for me. Um, I had two friends slash mentors pass away from cancer this week. Uh, and then my mom just texted me this morning and told me she has to put my cat down this week. Oh no. <laughs> so I, no. Think, I think he's 16, so he's had a good run, but yeah, it's still sad. His I name think is. He deserves this time now to just rest. 
Yeah. Mm. So his name is Mr. Meow Meow. I did not name him. Of course. I love it. Um, I love it. Because I think it's not the greatest name for a cat. I love it. But, you know, I want to dedicate this episode to Mr. Meow Meow. He was an alcoholic. Damn, Mr. Meow Meow, you were living the life. Love that for you. He loved the screwdriver. Whatever. But is he dead already or not yet? No, he's he's just Whatever not really going. eating or anything. Thank you, Mr. Meow Meow. Yeah. You are the best. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. No, not awesome, but damn. Yeah. Oh, I guess so the, cha- the chapter title would be um, mm-hmm. Cancer Sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Or... or yeah, I like that. I mean, it's true. On, transition. If you're a cancer, zodiac sign, we're not talking about you, babes. Even though your name... I didn't say cancers suck. I know, but you cancers. know, can- sucks. you know, cancers, they take that very personally. Like, really. They always start complaining about their names. My mom's a cancer. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about you? What would, if your life was a book, what would the title of your current chapter be? Don't Die of pneumonia slash having a lot of mucus in your system. You're just lubricated. Stop, that was disgusting. Um, It's been rough, but again, after a sickness, I always come out like very strong, so I'm ready for that. I'm kind of tired already of not coming out strong, but it's coming, I, I feel it, I feel it. And I did a meditation this morning, and it was like a new beginning, a new, you know, like a yes. All the mucus out of my system. I'm new. I know I am. So I'm ready. Yeah. I will say title. Um, try try not to die, dumb bitch. Maybe. Yeah. Because yeah, it's been rough. But I'm alive. Uh-huh. Still. Still alive. Yes. We did it, Rache. So what are we discussing this week? We're on to a court of wings and ruin. I know. Uh, I said it like Finally. that. I co- yeah, that was a little bit weird, but I love the so thing. Sorry. I love it. I could war, even though, even mm-hmm. though this book is not the spiciest of all the five books. It doesn't need still, to be. Honestly, the whole thing going on in this book is just mind-blowing. It's so good. Like the war and the strategies and the conversations and the meetings and then all of the bad people and the good people. Oh my God, they're so good. They're so yeah. good, really. The espionage and the spying and oh my gosh, there's so much. I, I hope nobody is expecting us to touch on everything that happened in this book because it would be a seven hour long podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're definitely nard. We do have an extensive list of things that we definitely need to get off our chest so sinners this episode is going to be from chapter one through chapter 42 we actually are i'm pretty sure we forgot to mention at the end of the last episode that farah is freaking high lady i think we did i think we did uh, you're the one that said that we didn't so we put it on the list <laughs> maybe we didn't then my mind is playing games right now, so guys, don't mind, me, don't mind me. And yes, Farah is high lady. She has powers, and she has one plan and one plan only. You know what mm-hmm. it is? 
destroy Tamlin. Yeah, that's her only that's her only goal in life. You know when you have a goal that you see in your mind and you're like, it's you're so sure that it's gonna happen because you just saw it. You see it in your mind and you're like, oh, it's real. That's her destroying She's Tamlin. Manifesting. Yeah, not for real. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess she was like at the spree, uh the night court and she was like, oh, how am I gonna destroy Tamlin? And she just started. <laughs> about it and she was managing and she did it she freaking did it babes yeah i i love that for her she is every scorned woman ever she's like she's living out all the things that we have all dreamt of being able to do which is amazing and i love it or disgusting men we mean yeah 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 actually little head relationship yeah we can definitely work out on reason definitely but yeah, Rafaela is like living the life in a lot of ways. You guys remember that she has a plan. She mm-hmm. basically it's married slash made it to Rissan, but mm-hmm. Tamling thinks that uh, Highburn, the king of Highburn, destroyed the bond. But <laughs> he doesn't know that they're actual mates. <laughs> so Farah, it's living in the spring court, and Tamling thinks that everything is perfect and that she's back to normal. And she's even like painting um, nice things. Like she's painting with colors and everything. Not like all fair, you know, all sats and whatever. Um, and Tamlin is eating it up. What do you think? He wants to be blind again. He's, listen, the the overall overarching theme is that Tamlin is delusional. He is in denial. It's not just a river in Egypt. This man... <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Denial isn't just a river in Egypt. Your husband is gay. I love that audio so much. Uh, Yeah, that's Tamling, literally. He's not gay, though, but he's in denial. No doubt. He could probably probably use some some gayness. He needs to loosen up a little bit. I thought that what Tamlin needed is therapy, but I think at, so. At this point, he just needed to go to a psychiatric ward and just stay there for like a year. He needs to be topped by someone. <laughs> Damn, Rache, no, everything has to be sexual. <laughs> yes, it does. Have you not heard what the podcast is about? Jesus, anyways. Okay, I wanted to be um, a little cute woman right now, but I couldn't because she's right. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so yeah. she's how is she destroying the spring court? Farah, it's like if I'm staying here and bringing this court down, I'm gonna do it good and well, and you're gonna hate me and you're gonna love it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she does, she basically puts everyone against Tamlin, but not because she's a bad bitch, even though she is, it's mm-hmm. because he deserves it. Like, you he fucking does. I mean, in this book, you kind of like understand Tamlin and whatever, and you know. He thought the family that he always wanted was Farah, right? And then Rizan came, and that never happened. We get it. Mm-hmm. But these men in this book, the the time when he kills or like flat, uh, what? He hits the the sentry. Remember, because mm-hmm. he supposedly was the one who took the keys. Yeah, he uh, he gave him lashings. I know he knew that he was in the sentry. I know he knew. I yeah. know he knew. Yeah, and he chose, 
And those sentries had gone out and risked dying, and Andras did die for him, for his court, for all of Prithian. He trusted them. He's been with them for centuries. He's fought beside them, and he chose the word of fucking Ianthi over the men who have been loyal to him forever. And that's a weak know, If you don't know, she's back. She's fucking back. bitch. She's back, and you know where she's going? To the brand book. She I deserves am. it. I think oh, she's, for sure. I think, honestly, she deserves it more than a lot of people in this book. In all oh, of yeah. the books. 100%. Sorry, guys. I have a cold. Or, I, as I told you before, I almost died this week. <laughs> so, my voice is kind of sexy. But that is the only advantage that I have because I feel like shit. So, going back. So, Ianthi is back. Mm. We want to die about that. Disgusting. Uh, and she's like, you know, Farah, I'm sorry. And of course, everybody, I know she, Ianthi knew Farah was like, not the same. We all knew. The only person that wanted to be blind was Tamling. Yeah. But Ianthi was like, Farah, I'm sorry I did that because I thought I was the best with the King of Hybern and like being on his side and all of that. And yeah. he's like, don't worry. I get it. And in her mind, she's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to stab you so hard. You're going to die so good. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought I thought it was ridiculous when I was rereading it. She goes, I just thought it would be what you wanted. And Fair's like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, you just want to be with your sisters forever. So I made them fay for you. You're welcome. And I'm just, all I could think was like, they were the test that like, you didn't even know if it was going to work. Don't act like that was the plan. Like, I'm oh, it's just, it showed me that she was doing as good of a job at acting as Feyre was and it was like they both were playing a wholly different game and Tamlin was just over there like skimmering like he was just not even paying attention and like they weren't even being subtle about it no not at all and then Lucian knows everything Lucian is like oh. bitch you think I'm dumb no I'm I, not <laughs> I saw this meme today can I read it to you yeah of course okay Feyre fucking with Lucian is my new aesthetic Pharaoh winking and grinning behind Tamlin's back. Pharaoh summoning Talons at the table just before Tamlin gets to breakfast. Tamlin leaves the room just in time for a piece of paper to appear in front of Pharaoh that she smiles at and replies to. Lucian can't do anything. <laughs> Lucian can't do anything because let's face it, Tamlin is unstable and might not believe him. Plus, she is the bridge to Elaine. Does she have wings? Did she summon water just then? What the fuck? Who knows? Not Lucian. <laughs> no. She's like, uh, he's like a side eye type of guy. Like, I know everything, I see everything, but I don't say anything. You know? Yeah. I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Even if actually, even if he wanted to say something to Tamling again, he wouldn't believe him because mm -hmm. honestly, to Tamling, Lucian is a zero percent. He doesn't add anything to his life, and that is something mm -hmm. that I will never forget him for, never, because Lucian deserves the world. So if you don't remember, Lucian is made it to Elaine. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm not happy. You're not happy. We're not happy. He deserves better. I said that. <laughs> and I stand by that. Um, but he's like into this conundrum, right? Mm -hmm. Of I want to be with my maid. Fira is the sister of my maid, like their family. And then I want to stay with Tamlin. And I love Tamlin. He's my brother. I don't think he loves Tamlin. I think he feels indebted to Tamlin. I think he loves him, though. You know, I mean, you know, okay, you're right. Remember, yes. remember that man love is very different than women love. Mm. It's transactional. 
And at the same time, men had this, again, he feels like he owes Townie something and they will definitely think that's love. Mm-hmm. And I do think that he sees Townie as his family because they kind yeah. of are, you know? He's his yeah. brother, cousin, whatever. Not real. Just, yeah. you know, that feeling. Um, I do believe that he was in this conundrum of, I don't want to not help Tamlin, but I want to help Farah because at the end of the day, she's my sister's mate. Yeah. Well, and he was friends with Farah before all the under the mountain stuff happened. Yeah. And they developed a friendship that was that was based on like a mutual understanding of like, this isn't what either of us wants, but this is where we're at. And, yeah. and it kind of grew from a respect for each other. Like, I know he hated her cause she killed Andres, but at the same time, like he could respect her because she wasn't just a damsel in distress all the time. So they had a real friendship and then he watched Tamlin treat her the way that he did and let her waste away. And he only picked Tamlin from what I can understand from a very like bros before hoes mentality, like, mm. you know, I owe yeah. everything to Tamlin. He's my guy. So I gotta, I gotta be on his side when I think a true masculine relationship would involve being able to speak your truth to the person who you care about me. Like, Hey man, like you're fucking up. Like that's what a real friendship is. Not just constantly like blowing smoke up your ass just cause Again, everyone in these books, in all of the books, need therapy. Illusion is like number five. But yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Number one being Farah. Number two being uh, uh, Tamlin. Mm -hmm. And they're actually competing for number one. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's probably a tie. Um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. As we told you, Farah's master diabolical plan was destroying the the Supreme Court. And she Mm kind of did. Like, she uh, did it, actually. She absolutely did it. She yeah, absolutely she, did it. Everyone in the Supreme Court that worked for Tamlin, not with, mm-hmm. for, we need to make that clear. They don't mm-hmm. work with him. They work for him. They were against him by the time that she left. They were like, no. And after what he did to the century and taking Ianthi's side, who would do that? No one in the right mind would do that. He backed uh, himself into a corner. And after taking Ianthi's side, everyone knew who Ianthi was. The only person that didn't want to know was him. Can yeah. we talk about can we talk about that right now? Lucian having to have sex with freaking Ianthi because Tumbling wasn't in the mood for it. For Cal no. and Mai. Disgusting. Disgusting. I've never been more upset at I, I, I've been before, but this disgusting. I mean, I've never been more upset at a fictional character. <laughs> like, like, genuinely, I'm like, are you kidding me? That is your friend. And you're essentially hand like saying like, okay, go get sexually abused. <laughs> like, he forced him into that situation. Like, Tamlin was at the very least complicit in the assault of Lucian by Ianthi. And at the at the worst of it, he played an integral role. He like delivered Lucian to her on a silver platter. Disgusting. And it's disgusting to me. Every time I read about that part, I'm like, I want to die. Because he, from the beginning, we know, or since the beginning, we know that he 
definitely cannot stand Ianthi. Like yeah. Lucian is a no-no guy. And I know Voltemli wants to be blind most of the time. Like literally 99% of the time he wants to be blind. So maybe he didn't notice. But the fact that first had to be her. And two, telling him to do it because he couldn't. I don't know. It, it drives me nuts. It's like Tamlin is one of those guys where like he's not maliciously evil he doesn't do these things because he wants to hurt other people he just justifies it in his head constantly his own priorities so I he know. thinks about what he wants and I justifies know you're, it and i get it but at the end of the day that's malicious because you're acting on your own good not other people's good yeah it just i it just screams uh self-involved to me like he's so wrapped up in his own needs and wants that he can't even see what anybody else needs or wants Farah finally destroys the court but before she goes she tells um what's her name alice leave because everything is about to go down and everyone's gonna be fucked so you have yeah. to leave and i love it because she said that you know like when alice like packed her a little going away bag <laughs> She's yeah, like, I love you. You're gonna here. I I got some apples for you, and I got a yeah. little blanket. Alice was like, Alice was like, um, I know you're leaving because this is crazy, uh, and I know that you're faking it. And we all know the only one that doesn't know is him. Uh, so here, leave, Farah. We love you and thank you. I loved it. I mean, that friendship. Nobody talks about it, but I love it. It's not. Yeah. I don't want to see a friendship. Because I don't think they're friends, but like that connection right there is so beautiful. I always thought that she was named after the nanny in the Brady Bunch, mm, Alice, mm. because she just kind of takes care of everybody. She's like the mother hen kind of situation who, you know, she's going to give it to you straight, you know? Totally. Yeah. On Ferris last trip, because they have to check on the wall. Tamling is working with Hybern, and Hybern mm -hmm. wants to bring the war, and they want to enslave the humans and whatever. So she's on this trip with Jurian, Lucian, the twins. The twins are like Hybern's uh, nephew and niece. They're mm -hmm. like royals. They have like superpowers. They're like super creepy, and we're pretty sure they have an incestuous relationship. What? We know. We. Uh, they're giving the vibes that they're not with other people. They're just mm -hmm. with them. They gotta, they gotta like share a room. We're not sure, but they're very, they're very too comfortable with each other. Yeah. Just saying that. It just yeah. makes them creepier, right? And mm -hmm. then uh, in this uh, trip is Ianthi too. Mm -hmm. Basically, a lot of stuff happened in this trip. Mm -hmm. um, and the twins at some point, Fira sends the bug. To them, you know, we love the bug. I talked, we talked about the bug in, I think, episode one or two. Mm -hmm, one. I love the bug. It seems my favorite thing from the whole books. Um, she sends the bug to them. Something happened. I don't remember what it is, but she's like, okay, I gotta get the bug to the spring court. I think it's because she realizes the plan Hybern has. I think it's sad because the twins were talking to Jurian or something. She's like, wow, I need to give them this information. And she leaves, right? See, that's the plan. She, while she's leaving, <laughs> I know, while she's leaving, the twins are like, you're not leaving. We're going to kill you. And basically, mm -hmm. they tell her that they've been um, poisoning her with this mm -hmm. Fabian, right? That's her name, Fabian. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
and she doesn't have much powers and she's gonna not die but she's like weak and weak and weaker by the minute yeah and she's like no i gotta leave she kind of like fight them with the little strength she has and while she's leaving you know who she sees who does she see <sighs> i'm telling you she sees ianthi that bitch with lucian but you will think oh my god they're kind of like into something no mm -hmm. he is cuffed right that's yeah, the thing. with those with those special cuffs that like keep you from being able to the use blue, your powers. The mm -hmm. blue ones mm -hmm. with the Fabian. Yeah. She has him cuffed on a on a freaking um tree because she's going to R A P E him mm -hmm. any second. And Fera is like this motherfucker. Fera, even though she's like weak and whatever, because she, you know she's been poisoned for so long. I think yeah. she's been on the Supreme Court for a while now, like two months maybe or less i don't know and all this time they've been doing that to her and she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill this motherfucker meaning Anthony. Yep. she gets into Anthony's mind and she's like you never ever ever gonna touch someone without them wanting it ever ever <laughs> she destroys her hand yeah she, she smashes that bitch yes and then lucian's like okay can i can i go with you because you know my mate and tell yeah. me it's gonna cray cray. And it just don't feel like it's my vibe anymore. And Fairy's like, heck yeah, babes, let's go. Uh, Except they hated each other. They were so I'm mad at each other. I'm just putting it in a very mean girl's way. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, wow, that yeah. was awfully positive for the way that it sounded. No, it wasn't. Fairy's like, I don't know, man. You like kind of like, mm, harshing my me mellow. Yeah, you're just like not giving me the vibes that I need to, that you need to give for me to take you to this place. Because, again, Velaris is still a secret. Yeah. Nobody knows about Velaris. So, while they're leaving, the twins come back. No, oh, my God. That's right. I'm telling you, these freaking twins. And then with a little, little, little strength that they too, that because they've been poisoning Lucian too, right? Yeah, they've been poisoning everybody in the spring court. These twins are insane. They fight the twins. They... They're gonna lie. I think those twins, as same as Amaranta, they could have been a little bit more in the story. Honestly, they, they're yeah. crazy. They were crazy, and I love those type of villains. I think they're great. Uh, but they kill them. They leave, <laughs> and they go through a mountain again. Uh, <laughs> but this time, they go through one that like gives you the passage through Autumn Court. The Autumn Court. Yes, Lucian's yeah. nemesis family basically mm -hmm. yeah and um, his nemesis oh, that are also his blood relatives <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it is what it is they get there and what happens because i i'm blanking so they're like okay we gotta just like make a beeline for it and they don't have their powers yet so they can't winnow they can't try to send a message down the bond like they they're just essentially anything. they cannot eat anything they had in their bag yeah, yeah. all the food that Feyre had trash like so they're looking for food and stuff and they don't have time to like go all the way around uh lucian's daddy's estate so they're just trying to like sneak right through and they're almost through all the way and uh eris and his crony brothers lucian's brothers find them and almost kill them and then uh they keep running and then they're freezing and they're almost dying again. And this is when I was like, when are they going to strip down and cuddle for heat and warmth? 
Um, that never happened. Made me real mad. <laughs> this freaking from this uh, this trip from the sprint court to the night court could have been mm -hmm. the perfect opportunity for Figuera to finally give us what we wanted with her illusion, but mm -hmm. it never happened. And I, I get it. I get it. He's uh, mated with Elena or whatever. And she's like, she's like with the, high, the highest. She has Reese. High, high Lord. But damn, that red hair. Lucian mm. with no eye. Um, like the perfect excuse. We were freezing to death. We needed to, you know. To stay hot and warm. Yeah. Precisely. It was survival, Reese. Get over it. Jesus. Like. Like, we know that Elaine, she doesn't give a fuck, honestly. Oh, yeah. She Rizan, she wishes Lucian would move on. I honestly think Rizan will understand after a little bit of explanations. It would be like, you know what? I get it, babes. I get it. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. Oh, and that was after she, during destroying the spring court, had that whole scene where she made Tamlin, like, she arranged it so Tamlin would catch her, like, in the throes, in like in the middle of hugging Tamlin oh, yeah, with yeah, his yeah, shirt yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, that right. part? Yeah, and that was another part. When I, it took me, literally, it took me a second to realize that it was a ploy because at first I was like, oh, she's going to fuck Lucian. I got yeah, all excited. And then it took like, it, I mean, it was like a second. And I was like, oh, oh, damn it. It wouldn't happen because. You know why not? Because Risan is Risan. Yeah. She's very much in love. And when you're mated, you only think about the person that you want to be, that the mate, your mate. You don't think about sure. anyone else. But, sure. but we didn't talk about that. But that part, Tamlin was like livid. He was like, I'll, I'll kill this motherfucker. I'll kill him. Yeah. Are you? I Because all of this time that Farrah was at the spring court, she never had sex with, sex with Tamlin. Ever, mm -hmm. ever, ever. And of course, you expected less of Farrah? We're talking about mm -hmm. Tamlin. Average sex. No. No. That's easy to say no to. Exactly. And I think they weren't even sleeping on the same room or anything. They just No, she had her own room that was across the hall from Lucian. Lucian's. Mm. So Tamlin goes crazy again about that. But going back, they're escaping. Mm -hmm. They could mm -hmm. have taken another passageway. But they couldn't because that one would uh, go through the summer court and Tarquin, if you remember, wants to Farah because she kind of makes him believe that he had an opportunity with her. And then she was like, <laughs> no. And JK, like, I'm just here to steal this book from you. Literally. And he's still like a little bit resentful about that. So she says, no, let's go through your family, even though they're crazier than him. They go through the autumn court. They see the siblings. The siblings are crazy. We know it. They even tried to kill him before because he mm -hmm. wanted to be with a peasant. Basically. Mm. Uh, Disgusting. I know. Lucian, please. <laughs> Lucian, please. Um, and then <laughs> they get to the winter core. Mm -hmm. And they have to climb up that mountain. And like it's the last uh, mountain pass before the border of the night court. While all of this is happening, Fair is, is still trying to communicate through the bond with Rizan. Mm -hmm. But again, this poison thing is so good. Like, we should use it for drugs because it's probably good. Like, <laughs> damn, it's so strong. So it's that mm -hmm. nothing's working. She's trying every day. Nothing is working. Whatever. Still, they, even though they are traveling together, they're not speaking much. No. Nope. He's on his side and she's on her things and they're just 
they're not talking. They <laughs> don't like each other. If they would, if they could kill each other and have no consequences, they would do it, mm. but they don't. So they travel together. They get to this uh, winter court. They have to go through a mountain. And while, no, they go through the mountain and then they get to a lake that is frozen. And you know who's waiting there? Like, <laughs> I see you. Aries. Who's Aries? We introduced Aries. I know we have, we have introduced him before, right? I don't think Ish. we really have. No. Mm -mm. Star. <laughs> Here yeah. is the other um, redhead on the story he is lucian's brother i think he's the oldest brother he is yes he's the one so he's who's the like slated lord. to yeah he's the one that's slated to become the high lord of the autumn court when his dad dies well he's he they don't die but if someday he's like okay it's my time to give you this i don't think that's gonna happen willingly so yes he is like i love him you're gonna know more about him in other books but basically he was the one who was going to marry the morrigan we don't get there yet. That's going to happen at some point, but they don't get married. And we're going to talk about that later. I think on the second part, maybe, probably. Yeah. And while they're fighting, Feyre, it's like, I think it's because she's like closer to this, to this uh, night court, to the Velaris or whatever, that she's more stronger. I think the, the closer she's with like her people, the, the stronger she is, in my opinion, I don't know if that's true. Maybe the, the poison was wearing off already. I don't know. But she summons fire. But why is this interesting? It's because Ares doesn't know. And nobody mm. knows. Well, nobody knows, actually. But Fera, the only people that can summon fire or, like, have this power are the people from the uh, Otten court. Mm -hmm. His court. His father court. Meaning Fera has powers from their court. Mm-hmm. What? What? And we didn't know? Like, meaning them didn't know? Yeah. Crazy, right? And then after that, his dad goes a little bit crazy because she has those powers too. Nobody knew that she had powers from when all, they all revived her on under the mountain. But going mm -hmm. back, Cassian, Daddy Cassian, and Daddy Asriel, they get there, they say Farah. And this is a part that I want to talk about because I think it's so funny. Asriel takes Feyre, you know, flying or whatever, to the mm -hmm. spring court, uh, to the night court. <laughs> and Lucian, no, and Cassian takes Lucian. <laughs> and that to me is always a forever going to be so funny. Just Cassian holding I Lucian like a, like a wee babe. Or wait, do you think he held him? I'm sure it no. said it in the books, but I can't remember. Do you think he held him like this? Definitely. Or do you think it was like Lucian had his legs wrapped around? <laughs> Stop, Nar. <laughs> No, no. His arms wrapped no. around his neck and his legs just like. <laughs> this is disturbing. I don't know why I never thought about it. No, no, it was like this. Definitely. <laughs> but either way, it's so funny to me. Yeah. Like, illusion, you know, he's a big freaking guy. Like, he's huge, yeah. probably. Like, all of them, right? Even though yeah. passing is the biggest one. Um, Yeah, we know. In all the ways. <laughs> but... <laughs> but, um... They take them to the to the night court specifically, Velaris. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. They take them to Velaris directly. I believe so. Yeah, because um, she's a high lady, so they have to take care of everything, right? Mm -hmm. They get there, and Lucian cannot believe what his what his eye. He only has one. Mm -hmm. his, his real eye is because it's a real city with happy people, and he cannot believe that that is possible because 
after yeah. Amarantha, no one was happy, right? And before that, <laughs> neither. Uh, so he cannot believe it. But then yeah. he sees Feyre kissing Rissan and, 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 and like hugging him. And he goes crazy. Like, babes, what? Dude, he's pissed. But I mean, I, okay, let's give Lucian a break here. This is not how he thought his day was going to go. <laughs> like, like, I, you know, he has, like like how we said when it came to Tamlin uh, at the beginning of Akamath, it's you spend your whole life knowing Reese as this really bad guy. And then all of a sudden you're hit with this uh, information that uh, says that all that is not true. And you're just supposed to accept it out of nowhere instead of wondering, mm, is this just another lie? Is this just another f- facade? Like, uh, so I'm sure it's hard for him to wrap his head around all these things that go against everything that he's been told his whole life. But at the same time, name. like, but at the same know. time, is you want to be dumb because she just yeah. saved you. She helped you this whole time. And we know that Farrah is going to choose well. Even though her choices mm-hmm. are going to be a little bit weird, she's going to choose well. And she's not going to be with someone that is just a bad person. Even though yeah. we're craving for him to be a bad person in the other books. I know. <laughs> but yeah. I but, wanted him to be a bad guy so bad. <laughs> Whatever. But they get there. And we start getting the vibes that Lucian is not going to be welcome. Yeah. He, yeah. You know the inner circle, right? Ambren, uh, Mo- the Morrigan or more, mm-hmm. uh, Asriel, Cassian, and Rissan. They're five. Mm-hmm. And then with Fairy is six, right? Yep. <sighs> They're like, no. I, I don't like your vibe. And yeah. then, honestly, till this day, that's something that I will never forgive them for. Yeah, you know, it seemed like they were so welcoming to Feyre when she came, and they, like, gave her space, but they were also kind to her, and then with Lucian, it was like, yeah, not our problem, and I wonder if it's only because Feyre was Reese's mate, and everybody knew. Maybe, probably, we don't know, but honestly, the inner circle, again, I love them. I will give everything for um, Asriel and Cassian, but... The inner circle, I don't think they, one, know how to be friends, and two, they don't know how to appreciate other people that are not in their circle. Because yeah, you can it, see it's the very same clicky. thing. You can see the same thing and the same behaviors with Elaine and Nesta. Same mm-hmm. thing. They never yeah. made an effort. Even on no. the last book, they you actually don't see the effort. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's very, it's very like, uh, high school click. Like, I'm super nice to my friends. And then a huge bitch to everybody else. Yes. Literally, that's how it feels. Uh, Again, I love them. I think they're great. But mm, if you're not in the inner circle, are they going to be your friends? I don't think so. Because I think they have, like, you know, acquaintances and whatever. Oh, the lady from the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I know her. She's nice and whatever. But friends? No. Definitely not. Yeah. And I think that's something that is a little bit of a yellow going to red red flag but that's okay. yeah whatever yeah they're, okay. they're mean girls that's fine yeah yeah they are <laughs> if you remember when Farah left with tamlin after what happened with highburn and these guys all of the inner circle and Farah's uh, sisters left to the night court Farah mm-hmm. ha- ha- hasn't seen them in like however long she was at the spring court right 
Yeah, and Cassian was uh, on Death's doorstep when she saw him last. Yeah, and he's still recovered, and they're all super hot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just reminiscing that for me. Yeah. I know. <gasps> I know. Amazing. Vera so, probably was like, oh my God, you guys are all looking so good. Uh, so. And that's when the orgy happens. We wish. I know. We really, we wish. I got to get um, some fanfic up in here. <laughs> oh my God, if you guys have some, send them our way. Please, please send that. us fanfic. I want, I want an inner circle orgy. Why is that so hard? Why is that so much to ask for? I don't want Morrigan in that because that's going to be a little bit weird. They're cousins. That, that's because, well, yeah, you're right. They're cousins. Well, what if we, a, what if we just did one a... where Reese isn't there, but Helion is? No. Or she's getting it with one of the women. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. If you have that, send them away. Send it our way so you can put it here. Please. Thank you very much. <laughs> Farah goes to see her sisters for the first time since they're mm-hmm. Faye. Yep. We know that Elaine, she is. <laughs> oh, if Elaine. We thought she was a blank page before. She's literally clear right now. She's, she's like. She's Saran Rap, I swear to God. And she's going. A little bit insane, I will say. Like uh, she's just she's fully dissociated. Let me tell you something. I have nothing against that woman. I don't care about her. That's the thing. If you have someone in a book, I want to care about them. Mm-hmm. And even though Nesta has been a bitch since the beginning, mm-hmm. I want to know. I wanted to know more about her. But Elaine yeah. never gives me the vibes. I, I don't. Just I, just. I don't. I don't. Not interested. And then. They see, they know that Elaine and Lucian are mates. And the only rule they give Lucian is you cannot talk to Elaine. I don't understand. I, I, th- I, I don't understand. Nesta is loving that rule because she's like, no, 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 right? And, yeah. oh, and then they see Nesta. Nesta is into the smutty books. She is just yeah. in it. Yeah. She's reading, I, I imagine her reading like one of those old uh like paperbacks that has like fabio on the cover <laughs> you know what i'm saying very like like on his like, ship like a... with his shirt billowing and his hair is like we do the same thing i love it yeah oh my god i love it it's true i i'm pretty sure it <laughs> once was like that uh so she's escaping reality by just reading smut mm-hmm. plain and simple like that um hard relate <laughs> And I think they are in the house of wind, meaning they cannot yes. leave. Yeah. So, so they, when they got back or when they were taken from the winter court, they got brought to the, uh, to Valaris, to the townhouse. Yeah. And then, uh, Farah asks to go see her sisters, but of course she fucks her husband first. Um, remember there's the bathtub scene. Lucian was like, can I come? Remember? I do not remember that. I do not. Yeah. It's a very did I just quick scene. Get smut, yeah. Scene? Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Shame. shame on me. Shame. Shame. I will never forgive myself. Shame. So while they're at the House of Wind and Lucian is on a strict no Elaine rule, uh Farah is realizing that he's reeling the same way that she was reeling when she was brought there the first time. And so she's like, 
come with me, young grasshopper, and takes him out to the balcony. And she's like, oh, this is the first, but this is the balcony that I landed at with Reese the very first time you took me here. Isn't that great? And then she sits Lucian down and she like basically gives him the story of everything that's everything. happened since, since her first time going to the, the night court. And you'd think that that would help Lucian adjust, but it doesn't. <laughs> And he's still struggling. And I get that it's hard because he feels like everybody kind of hates him. Like, he just gets that vibe. Like Everybody hates him. Nobody's, like, said it out loud. But, you know, you walk into a room and you know you're not welcome. I feel like that's Lucian. I feel so bad for him, too, because he never did He never did anything. But they're so... But they're, but but they're all... He never did anything. Yeah. But I, I get it. Because they're all very, like, pro Feyre. So when Feyre was like... Yeah, Lucian just stood by and watched Hamlin act like this. They are like my mom was whenever I told her that a boy I liked was mean to me or that a friend that I had and I got in a fight. She's like, mm, dead to me now. They can never apologize. <laughs> As you. Do me wrong. Do me wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely like my how my mom was like. My, my boyfriend broke up with me and my best friend was really mean to me. She's like, oh, cool. I hate them now. They're not Nobody allowed in my house. Them. It's just, I can forgive you, and I definitely will forget because you're not important, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's just how the inner circle was. They're like, oh, no, mm -mm. Lucian is not, is, we're not going to be nice to him ever. It doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter how much he helps us out. He's hot. out. He's hot. I know. Just He's hot. Him. Whatever. They don't have any other redheads in the whole circle, which is strange for a fantasy novel. Now that you say that, there's no, no one in, like, color either? Well, uh, well I mean, because there's debate as to, Asian. but Asia doesn't exist in Prithian. Yeah, but she's kind and, of Asian, so that's, that yeah, like, if, piece. yeah, she has a and more then again, Asian, and then, like, there's the, how dark are the Bat Boys? And then again, I'm pretty sure Illyrian soldiers specifically, uh, Cassian, he's giving me Turkish vibes. So yeah, mm -hmm. okay, I'm okay with that. Okay, let's 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 pass through. Let's just not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk about oh the Morrigan and uh, Ares history or story or what happened between them. So at some point, Feyre conf confronts the Morrigan. She's like, mm -hmm. dude, you gotta stop giving this man like high hopes. This man mm -hmm. being Asriel. Because it's been 500 years, and he still thinks that he has a chance. To back up Rache's argument, she's always saying that Asriel wants to be blind. Asriel is Reese's spy master who somehow can't suss out that the girl he's been pining over for 500 years isn't into women. And that's inferior because it's true. Mm -hmm. uh, to his defense, 500 years in Faye years is nothing. In Faye life is nothing. Mm -hmm. At this point in the book... We know that Rissan's cousin, the Morrigan or more, she has a lot of secrets. Nobody knows mm -hmm. what actually is happening to her or what happened to her. And till this point, we get an idea, but we don't know shit. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I'm still mad about, by the way. Yeah. Also, what is this that her power is truth? <laughs> All I can think of is, is the lasso of truth from Wonder Woman. That's all I can think of. She can right. make everybody else tell the truth. Yeah, I mean, she's a good warrior or whatever, but 
Mm-hmm. I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. I don't, and we will have to see to her. We will have to wait for her book in like yeah. seven years, maybe, but whatever. I don't think she's going to get a book. I, I actually don't care about her story that much. I think, I think that the books are only going to be the three Archeron sisters. Don't tell me that. Because I need to know more about the Lady of the Autumn Court. I need to know more about Helene. I need to know more about Tarquin. Um, but going I'm back, sure those things will be sprinkled in. But I hope so. But going back. <laughs> so we learned because of stuff that happened. Rizan basically like betrays Morgan in a way because he does kind of like a deal with her father. And again... Mm-hmm. The Morgan story is very complicated because her father basically did an arranged marriage with mm-hmm. Ares. Yep. Yes, Lucian's uh, brother. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to get married. But she said, that is not going to happen. I'm not going to marry this man. He's not for me. And she <laughs> has sex with none other than Cassian. Yeah, and she she picked well because if it was mm. Asriel, the obsession, he will have become Saint Meadows. That's exactly that's what she said. Like later in the book, she talks about yeah. like yeah, I it had to be Cassian because if it was Asriel, he would have become obsessed. Yeah, like it, it would have been like, so are you my girlfriend? And Cassian <laughs> was just like, uh, cool, that was fun. <laughs> I'll so. see you in a week. Or something. Yeah. 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 If you ever want to fuck again, you know where to find me. (laughs) I don't think they would do it again. Uh, I feel like Cassian's the kind of guy where, like, if more was like, hey, I just really need to get my rocks off right now, Cassian would be like, okay. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) So they do it. And then Morgan's dad finds out because she wanted him to, of course. And mm-hmm. he goes bollocks. He goes crazy. And mm. he basically nailed a note on her uterus. Mm-hmm. Literally like, guys. Yep. Insane. And he just dumps her on the border with the autumn court. Mm-hmm. And he says on the note, basically, this is Eris's problem. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. She is. I'm, we're done with her. We're yep. just done i do think that every story has two sides we only know her side so far yep only know that and her side of the story goes like this he saw her there basically not dying because they don't die like that but he saw her well yeah dying she was dying yeah she was dying she was not she had been she had been tortured before (laughs) yeah she had been tortured so like it wasn't just like she was fine with a nail in her in her gut like she had been tortured and then he put her mangled body on there with a nail in her body this story her story goes he sees her and he just leaves that's her story that's what we know so far until book five. Still, I believe that something happened there because she's so secretive with this side of the story, with everything that happened there. Something happened. Yeah. I don't know I what f- it is. I do think that they're mates. Mm. I believe so. And I, I, I still to this day, I think they're mates. I think they rejected the bond. I don't think Ares wanted to have something to anything to do with her and she didn't want anything to do with him. We yeah. later know, and spoiler alert for the second episode, yeah. she's a lesbian. Yeah. Well, she's a bisexual, I think. 
But she's she, more into women. If she was an animal, she would be a lickalotopus. I have no idea what that is. Think about the word. Uh, lick you? a lot of puss. So, uh, I don't know what to say. Um, so, um, I think she's bisexual, in my opinion, but she's more into women than men because we know that she's been with other men besides uh, Lucian. Uh, no, 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 uh, Cassian. Sorry no. about that. Um, no, 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 no. I believe that they're mates. I believe they rejected the bond. I believe that there is a lot going on in that story. And that's the only thing that makes me think that there could be a book there. I think it would be a great book. I just, I, I've been reading a lot about other people's series and they're like, the whole idea of the, of the series uh, a Court of Thorns and Roses was supposed to be just about the Archeron sisters. And then as you read Crescent City, you will understand more of why they think that. Mm, mm, mm. Definitely, mm. definitely, definitely. Mm. All this is happening. Lucian is not adapting. He is struggling. Uh, and nobody's helping. So yeah, we love it. We love it. <laughs> like, oh, that looks really hard for you. So anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so because Lucian, because Lucian's struggling so bad, they have this whole thing where he, uh, they need somebody to go and try to find this missing queen that that book told Feyre is not dead. And Lucian's like, I volunteer as tribute. Please get me the fuck out of here. And Cassian even gives him like some Illyrian fighting weapons and things like that, which is pretty They're working neat. together, what? Yeah, and then they and then they Reese just drops them off on the mainland, and then is like, "Good luck, don't die," and then just like pieces out, and then we don't hear from Lucian for like ever. Literally, literally, it wasn't even a big deal. It was just like, "Bye." Oh, there was one point though where like as he's leaving, getting ready to leave, Elaine was like, but she like didn't speak up because she has the voice of a fucking mouse or some shit. Grabbing that point, Elaine is so fucking annoying. Literally, that's the note for this episode. Elaine is so fucking annoying. Illusion <laughs> is not what we want. But I also don't think that as I don't think as should have her, just because I think it's too matchy matchy for the three bad boys to have the three sisters. Yeah. It's too yeah. matchy matchy. <laughs> so this is happening. Rizan is like we need to bring the High Lords together or whatever. And he's mm -hmm. just working on a meeting from all of mm -hmm. them to get like, you know, in, yeah. a, in a place, in a court, specific, like a neutral court so they can all speak and whatever and see. I've been saying whatever in this episode so much, like get a grip. It's um, okay. I know. Uh, that reunion is happening. Lucian is kind of helping him too, like writing letters and, and answering stuff and stuff like that. That is like yeah. what he does before he He's leaves. He's being an emissary. Yes, 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 no. yes. And that's what he actually, that's his title when he goes to the to the mortal lands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's an emissary so far. So yeah. this is happening. Nesta kind of wants to like help-ish. Yeah, so, so Reese gets her training. a job. Yeah, exactly. So she's like, what was her title? She's liaison to the humans, I think, whatever the job title actually is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's doing that. 
and she's training with Anrem to like know more about her powers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it goes well. And actually they become kind of like friends or whatever you think Anrem can yeah. be a friend. Yeah, I think Amrin and Nesta become friends because neither of them subscribe to that uh, bullshit idea that we have to, like, be super nice and cheery and put on a great face for other people. They're just like, I'm having a bad day. Do you want to make some puzzles? <laughs> yes, my day is equally bad. I would love to make some puzzles. But I do think, no doubt, Amrin and Nesta will listen to this podcast, no doubt. They both very active sexually. They mm -hmm. both man eaters. They both are, yeah. <laughs> they both are, and they just they curse so much. They love sex. They curse. They love food. They love wine to drink. Well, Amber loves more blood than whatever because that's what she eats. But you know what I mean. They love but, just to indulge in life, and I think they will yeah. definitely love. Uh, and Nesta reads smut, so smut. this podcast is for her. So exactly. So, uh, something that we wanted to talk about, and we have it on our points, it's the missed opportunity of Feyre and Asriel not fucking while she was learning how to fly. Because, yeah, if you don't know, Feyre can shape ships. Shape, mm -hmm. shift. Oh, my God, I said that. <laughs> I'm um, proud of you. I know. And You're doing great, sweetie. It, thank you. And the powers comes from Tamlin. Yes. Mm -hmm. She took something from Tamlin besides the court and destroying it and everything. Mm -hmm. Um... And then she has wings and she wants to learn to fly. But she realizes very soon that it's so fucking hard. Like yep. it's the way she struggles, yep. right, in the book. Yeah, well, and then we learn a little tidbit about Asriel, which is that even though he's Illyrian and he has wings, he wasn't even allowed to fly until he was eight years old, which most Illyrians learn how to fly when they're like two. When they're they like real they learn like right around the same time that they learn how to walk, they learn how to fly. And that's so, because of the muscles and everything. Yeah. So Asriel is charged with, or I guess he volunteers to teach favor because he's the only other one who understands what it's like to learn how to fly when you're older. Yes. And I think this is the part when we get a little bit of the story about Asriel and how freaking it's very sad and then and then we get the the story about the seraphim army and the the girl who was like the cartographer and she couldn't fly and then she saved the queen if with her little wings. at some point decides to create a sub genre not sub genre like a sub story for these type of stories specifically mm -hmm. i would love it so much like i want to know so much more about Draken and Mirian and I don't remember her name, this lady that had like small wings. So mm -hmm. the story goes something like Mirian, it's the one the uh, Jurian loved. Yeah, yeah. The half fae. Half fae, half human. Mm -hmm. And while they were like kind of like on war, she gets stabbed. <laughs> and <laughs> why did I do that? I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm rubbing no off idea. on you. <laughs> and then, uh, not in the fun way. No. And then, <laughs> Miriam, uh, no, this lady that I don't remember her name, uh, she goes and with her very small wings, they were smaller than all of the other wings, and they're kind of like an angel slash humanoid type of, no, angel slash fairy type of nice. creature? Hybrid. Yeah, they were Hybrid. Sera the yeah. seraphim, yeah. The seraphim, yeah. 
So her wings are, they were very small and she goes and flies and she saves Miriam. And then uh, Rizan takes this story and she, and he always is giving her, giving that story to, or telling that story to the inner circle because mm -hmm. reminding them of maybe what you think is a flaw, it's going to be what saves you, right? And what saves the world or whatever. And it's beautiful. Actually, yeah. I'm just putting it like that, but it's beautiful. I recommend you to read it. If you don't want to read the book, just read that part. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's a beautiful um, story. Yeah, it's re I recommend. Uh, <clears throat> maybe we'll do something for Instagram soon so we can like kind of like tell the story of that, only that part. That would be great. But I recommend. It's beautiful. Go read it. So she's like, oh, I love it, whatever. And then we know a little bit more about Asriel and his very sad boy story. Uh, mm -hmm. He's just not sad because he wants to. He's sad because he has a lot of trauma. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely merited, but still a bit annoying nonetheless. I it's been him. it's been over 500 years, dude. Again, 500 years is like maybe 10 years for them a decade because they're freaking immortal. Remember that? Oh, I know. But at the same time, like cope, man. <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> so Asriel's mom, I think he never met. Oh, he saw her like once every year. Or once uh, a week. It, I think, yeah, it was something like that. She was once a month. He was allowed to see her, but he, he lived with yeah. He lived with his dad, and he he was a bastard child. He, so he lived with his dad and his dad's wife. And his dad was someone like kind of like powerful ish, like mm -hmm. a general maybe on the yeah. Ilarian Mountains, right? Yeah. Um, he had two other kids, the wife and the dad, and no, he has two other brothers, and then the wife of the dad, and then the dad, and they were horrible people horrible. like he's a sad boy and he yeah. deserves to be a sad boy because yeah oh my god um they torture him they and oh we haven't said this but he has his hands they are burned mm -hmm. it's like they put cigarettes out on him except i don't think they have cigarettes in prithian no but no they actually put they actually burn his hands like with yeah. uh, wasn't it wasn't gasoline what was it like something like that yeah, yeah. He, and they made him like live in a dungeon in the dark oh yeah he lived there mm -hmm. just alone so yep. he doesn't speak much he's very burned his hands and he's just a sad boy you know yeah and then Farah learns this we learn this we love him i still to this day i think he's one of my favorite things on this books because i know he's side of the story like when he tells things they're gonna be and he's giving me i'm a poet but nobody knows <laughs> i go for that vibe so hard i go i go i go for it um <clears throat> so fera learns that flying is not easy she thought it was gonna be so easy because hello everything is so easy for her right no yeah how hard could it be no no fera is doing a lot of research she has mm -hmm. to and she well one of these days She's doing that. She gets attacked on the library. And she says, um, at the bottom of the library, there is something she, that... Go, go, go ahead. So I was going to say, she was with Nesta. Yeah. And... You can tell this. Go ahead. Oh, so she was with Nesta. And earlier, Elaine had prophesied without anybody knowing that it was prophecy. Oh, yeah. She's a seer now. She's yeah, seeing. she's a seer. Yeah, and yeah. like they had called in a, a healer. And the healer was like, She's not Faye, like normal Faye, she's made. So uh, not a whole lot that I can do. I Maybe get her. 
the healer said, said she is physically well she's not here mentally like she's just yeah. not okay mentally yeah and, and then, then they put her with lucian yeah maybe her mate can do something and he did he got her to like chill out a little bit and then he like tugged a little too hard on that bond um so it she was got- yeah it was she got all scared like a little kitten i guess and then uh yeah she so she had this like weird prophecy thing and she talks about a white raven and a black raven are coming and something so then Feyre and Nesta are in the library trying to have like a bonding moment i guess and the um the these two like generals from Hybern's army show up and they are stalking Nesta and Feyre so they're going down to the bottom of this library that has this super dark scary creature called Briaxis at the bottom of it and nobody's ever really looked at it except for Cassian who was a little bitch and scared out of his mind and like ran away this big scary strong harbinger of death Cassian was scared of this thing and so Feyre's like let's go down there and they ran down there and then the ravens die uh because she strikes up or she gets Briaxis to do her bidding basically and then we find out that uh, Valaris has been breached. Yeah. It happened. It's First time. Sad. After Rissan has been protecting this freaking place for forever. Yeah. He was a man whore. Yeah. This happens. He's not there. Rhymer. When that happened, he's not uh, in Valaris. So Farah goes, I think this is your favorite part, right? Of the book. Uh, actually kills the oh adder. yeah i fucking live for well, this ha- after the whole situation with <clears throat> the ravens coming into uh valaris and realizing that hybern's there essentially um we find out that they're planning attacks on adriata but we don't find out until they get there and the only way we know, we, because I am part of the inner circle of the Night Court, I guess. Uh, so the only way that the, the Night Court finds is out. We're not in a book. We're not going to be the Mean Girls. We are the Mean of Girls. Of course. We are. 100%. Yeah. We are Mean Girls that in the, like, in real life, they're so nice and everyone loves them, but we're Mean Girls. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But uh, so because Amran is fucking Varian from the summer court reaches out to Amron and is like, we need help. And so before anybody else finds out about it, uh, summer or night court is like, all right, let's go help summer court. And we have this amazing montage where Farah and more are in their fighting leathers. They've got their knives and they are just going through absolutely obliterating the hybrid army. And I mean, fair is covered in blood. It Morgan's covered in blood and they're, I mean, they're going through the castle and then through the streets. And it's one of my favorite scenes because it's giving Charlie's angels. Yeah. Ooh. And kill bill. It's giving kill bill. Kill bill. Yes. 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 I think it's giving both because they look so fucking good. Oh yeah. And I mean, I love Uma Thurman, but not my vibe. Um, I love her. (laughs) I love her. I, she's great. Um, 
But yeah, so then Feyre gets to be a total badass and she's actually participating in combat for the first time, which is pretty cool. And she's like, this is my thing killing people. Yeah. I know. And then she has this moment where she like goes into Reese's mind. Like they're speaking to one another mind to mind. Right. And he's like, I feel hybrid here. And so he like winnows onto this boat and then Farah is looking through Reese's eyes and she's like, uh, Reese could just snap his fingers and missed all these people. So she's like waiting for that to happen. And he realizes that like his powers are diminished. Like why? Uh, and it turns out there's some spell, a binding spell or something put on this ship. And he's talking face to face with Hybern. But basically, yes. every step they take, Hybern is like two steps farther. Yep. Yep. This and so they're like, and then finally you're like, oh shit, he's face to face with the the king of Hybern on this nor, boat. Nor. Nope. Nope. Reese goes to make an attack on him and the king of Hybern just dissipates because he was essentially an hologram <laughs> he was an illusion he was tupac at coachella um <laughs> go ahead it was so and then and then you're like yeah of course there's like 400 pages left of this book of course he's not gonna kill the king of the hybrid army right now so what do you think Rizan? yeah no so, yeah so because i think when it comes down to it like Power to power, Reese is gonna be able to kick the king's ass, but the king has years and years. Like the king is so old that he looks like he's in his fifties or sixties, which yeah. is which means something. Like if a fairy starts going gray, they're, they've been around. Christian, uh, what's her name? Christian, Christian Bale. Christian Bale is definitely a king of heaven. He is. 100%. He is his. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so then Reese is pissed. And he's, you know, considering it a loss, but they still saved a lot of people. And then they go, they like winnow back to uh, the night court and they are trying to get together this meeting of the High Lords because they need to start working together if they want any chance of beating the King of Hybern. Because but they know that they're they here leave, already. When they leave, Farrah goes see Tarquin because, you know, he's just oh, yeah. like, he wants to be friends with him. Like, she yeah. didn't give him this vibe of, I want to be your girlfriend or whatever. I want you to, you yeah. know, have something between us. Just because, like, she actually wants to be friends with him. He's a beautiful person. Yeah. And he's like ignoring her and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Before she knew that Reese was her mate, she was like, when she was hanging out with Tarquin, she, I remember her in the second book being like, I could see myself loving this man. Yeah. And him he's being beautiful. a good, like, yeah, he's a genuinely good guy. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he reminds me of like the characters in the rom-coms that are like the good guy that, you know, yeah. is just like, I'm just happy that you're happy. You know, yeah, that guy. Yeah, totally. So I think it made sense that they don't want to get together because they all think still that Rizan is like the worst person ever. Yeah, but because they don't want to go to Under the Mountain, I guess everybody has like a shared drama there, even Reese. They all have a shared drama there. But because they don't want to be there, they have to find another neutral-ish ground. And apparently that is the Dawn Court. Um, so I we get... I, what was his name? Um, the Don Court Tezan. I think he gives me he gives me so 
I'm so calm that when I get mm-hmm. mad, I can fuck up everything and everyone, you know? And you don't have to yell to do it. No. He gives me he gives me really like crazy vibes. Like he could be crazy and nobody knows. He's he yeah, he definitely gives me like the guy who did too many shrooms in the sixties kind of vibes. <laughs> I love those vibes. Heck yeah. <laughs> so we know we have a yes from the day court, which is Helion. Uh, the uh, winter court, which is Callius, the dawn court, which is Thaisan, and the autumn court, which is Baron, along with the night court. So we got five. We're still kind of eh on Tarquin. We don't know. Some are um, cool. We don't know because, you know, yeah. we fucked them up. So Yeah. And then not sure about Tamlin either. Uh, so in the meantime, they decide we're going to go see if we can get the bone carver to help us out in this war. And this was Farrah's idea. She was like, yeah. maybe if this crazy creature go with us, we have like a better chance. Yeah. And this is like her first act as high lady that doesn't involve Reese being at her side. And they don't want to give the bone carver the idea that this is that important or that they need him this badly. So uh, Farrah and Cassian go together to the prison to go talk to the bone carver where he asks for something called the Ouroboros, which is a mirror. That shows you something that drives you insane. Everyone that sees the reflection there goes insane, basically. Yeah, and she's like, so you think I need to just go insane in order to be able to get you to help me? And he's like, yep. And so they decide, I guess we're just going to, yeah, right? We're just going to figure out how to make it work without the bone carver. Uh, And uh, she actually thinks about it because they go to the night court. And she doesn't mm. know anything, but then she she tells uh, Morgan's dad, uh, Kier, oh, yeah, he's and like, he's like, "You can have oh, it." Oh, can I? Can you know? Can I borrow this? Whatever. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you can have it." But blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Yeah, you know what? On the other hand, maybe we don't need him. If you can get it, you can have it." Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So then they're like, "Okay, I guess Bone Carver's out," and then they are getting ready to go to the night court. And uh, then they're all getting ready to go. Previously, Nessa had been asked to come and tell her story to try to appeal to the humanity in the other uh, lords, high lords. And she was like, "Uh, how about fuck you? Um, And she was not going to go down for it. And then they're all getting ready to go. And Nessa's like, all right, I changed my mind. I'm going. I don't want to be remembered as a coward who could have done something and then didn't. And so she decides that she's going to come too. And that's when this night goes from good to great because Nesta is always fun no matter where she goes. Hello. Always. They all winnow there and they are uh, greeted with the most beautiful Dawn Court views. Uh, everybody is telling Reese how if he redesigns the House of Wind, he needs to model it after this. And he's like, hey, I did, thought I did a really good job. And all I can think is he probably has like a very cold, minimalistic, like uh, mid-century modern vibe. And this is like maximalist and plush and comfortable. And um, so I think when I think about it and because of the pictures that I've seen of people like fan art and whatever, mm-hmm. again, another whatever, I see a lot of pinks, a lot of um. Mm-hmm clouds a lot of pink a lot of clouds very pastels it's yeah. beautiful 
Like like how the sky looks as the sun is rising, like a beautiful sunrise. Col- hey, look. Exactly. A beautiful sunrise color. Kind of. Yeah. My whole, hey, shut up. I, I painted this wall all by myself. We love that for you. Look, like, yeah. Wait, wait, look, look. It's, oh, it goes all the way up there and then all the way down there. You're beautiful. welcome. We love it. But uh, yeah, I do. But yeah, so, I, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, so I think Reese takes that a little personally, which is fine. He'll be okay. Um, Just not get over it. You're the most powerful high lord. You can't be good at everything. Decorating My just God. isn't your strong suit. My um, God. And then they get to this beautiful meeting room, and there's like a pond with koi fish in it in the middle. And then this like it's not like a, it's not like a conference room. They're just sitting around a pond. It's just beautiful, gorgeous, just absolutely gorgeous. And there's this whole idea that, like, you can't have, like, nobody can attack another High Lord because it's basically, there's a binding spell that if you attack another High Lord, some shit is going to go down. And they're getting ready to start. And and everyone is there except for Tarquin and Tamlin, right? Or Tarquin gets there. Tarquin Tarquin gets there. Even Tarquin with the blood rubies, he gets there. So who's the pouty little bitch now? So yeah, they get there, they do that. They were like, What the fuck? Who are you? Because Nesta is beautiful, and they're like, Oh my god, you're so insanely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Nesta is amazing. That happens. They're there. And we're gonna leave the episode right here because mm-hmm. we have part two coming next mm-hmm. week. And that part it's gonna be insane because the war goes down. A lot of people die. Literally a lot of people die. And we love it because we cry. You cry. Mm-hmm. You oh, they bang at a one at a war camp. It's just a lot. A lot of stuff happened in these few pages that we have left. So next week is going to be chapter 43 to the end of mm-hmm. Echo War. Cannot wait for you guys to listen to us because it's going to be, it's going to go down for reals. It's okay. going down. Rache, yes. we have the burn book this week. Yes, we do. Echo War, right? Mm-hmm. So these people are the nastiest, most crazy and annoying I've ever met. Do not trust them. They mm. are the fuggliest Dig heads ever. Yeah. And for me, no, you, who, who are you going to put here? I'm putting uh, Dagden and Branach, the prince and princess of Highburn. I'm going to put, I, I don't even care about the names. The twins. The, uh, what's the name? When two brothers get together? Incest? In- the incest, incest twins? Incest was <laughs> twins. And the motherfucking Ianti. Oh, fucking Anthony, man. Ugh. The so, worst. They are now on the burn book. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> we love it. Seniors, that will be all for this week. We cannot wait for you to listen to us on Aqua War Part 2 on next Monday. You're going to love it. We know. You know. Just come here. You, we have a date. Thank you, Seniors. You're the best. Because you can get enough of us. You can find find us in all social medias as at Come With Us Pod. Yeah, everywhere. Mm-hmm. The same name. You can find me on Instagram as at amsusiruñez and on TikTok as at amsusiruñez1111. You can always find me on Instagram at Rache Reads and on TikTok at Charlotte Rivers 4. You know you want to. See you there, sinners. You have been good little angels. Thank you for listening. And remember, stay wicked, stay wild, and keep reading. Always. We love you. Bye, sinners. <laughs>